Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by VCR Now. Are you looking for an opportunity to captivate and enhance the experience of those who visit your stadium, arena, house of worship, or business? VCR Now can help you achieve that goal with a total experience. VCR Now is a technology organization that can fulfill your LED, audio, video, lighting, networking, security, and infrastructure dreams. Visit VCRNow.com to learn more. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show online. My name's Greg Tupper. I'm going to move these microphones i'm the managing editor of dave campbell's texas football magazine texasfootball.com i'm doing right now a corresponding website thank you for spending part of your day with us whether you're watching us live on texasfootball.com on facebook on youtube on twitch on twitter all the places or you listen to us on the podcast which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice either way thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show i'm sitting here sitting over there at the home today making us sound good she's the duchess of the door she's ashley pickle Hi. You could have just asked me to move them since I wasn't talking, but it was nice of you for you to do it for yourself. I was going to say, you look like you're strapped in. I am kind of strapped in. I would have to take this thing off, mm-hmm. which is I've know, got much process. more mobility over here. So if you're somebody who watches the show sometimes, but you haven't been through through this and you've wondered, man, you know, they, they always, they're counting down until Thanksgiving. Like, what do they do now? Um, I've got great news for you. Today's Monday, November 28th, 2022, 360 days until Thanksgiving. <laughs> Happy birthday to Trey Songs. Oh, nice. Is that one of yours? I like Trey Songs. He's on, he's on the list. He's on the list. He is on the list. He'll be on your Spotify wrapped, so to speak. <clears throat> Episode 1505 on today's show, my friends, got Monday morning fallout. We're going to overreact to the football weekend. Then we're going to be joined by the head coach of the Sheldon C.E. King Panthers. It is Coach George Young, who has, I, I guess I didn't realize this because they have been like a, they have been a, um, they have been a, such a staple of like deep playoff runs. This is the first time they've ever made the regional final. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, that seems wild. They made the regional when semifinals they, last year. When did they start? Or when did... 1950-something. Oh, okay. So they've been around longer. They've been around. Oh, yeah. No. Um, wow. Yeah. They, they've always... But, like, they've been, I, I want to say... In fact, I can look this up. They've been in, like, the regional semifinals, like, four or five times. And just have never... And just have never been able long. to break through. Um, yeah. They made the regional semifinal. They made the third round in 1989... They made the third round in 1990. Oh yeah, they made it again in, in 2020. And 20, I'm sorry, 2021. They've done it, but they've just never made it through the, the regional final. So we'll talk with Coach George Young, who did it in his first year there with the Panthers. Then back half the show, we are going to unveil 
the 25 semifinalists for the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Year Award. So we hope you will stick around for all of that. Do we have first four through the door? We sure do. It was just Chad, Nick Morton, Tony Blaylock, and Ed McElroy. Welcome in, fellas. Also, quick side note, since we don't have any other sponsoring turkey companies, I don't feel bad saying this. They were asking what the name of our beloved... Oh, yeah. Our, our it's the Cajun Turkey Company, CajunTurkeyCo.com. So I don't mind giving them a little... Bo- yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to invoice them. We can literally go to the store and pick it up. Yeah, it's in Louisville. Um, but if you're anywhere else, they'll, they'll ship, they'll ship it out to you. They'll ship so. it. it this, all, this all started in 2019 mm-hmm. uh, I didn't want to make a turkey because we had kid running around I'm like I just gotta get a turkey so okay I was like okay where can I get like a, a turkey and then um, I found I was like oh well here's a place that does like ooh Cajun fried turkeys those, those look good and then I was like well oh cool they'll ship it to me and then I looked it up I was like oh wait they're down the street yeah literally so yeah anyway Cajun turkey company <clears throat> Rev it up. Pickle. Hit the air. It's time for Monday Morning Fallout. Monday Morning Fallout, of course, when we overreact to the football weekend. Plenty to overreact to in this regional semifinal weekend. Let's start with my three big thoughts. Thought number one, calm before the storm. I think overall, last week was relatively chalky in the playoffs. Yeah. I was trying. We were finishing up scoreboard on Friday, we're doing, and Saturday rather. And there, uh, and Aaron kind of turned to us and asked Craig and I for some final thoughts. And and what it overwhelmed me was like, yeah, this felt like it went about like we thought it would. Mm-hmm. Now, certainly, that's not to say we predicted every game correctly. No. Uh, Wichita Falls over Brownwood is probably the biggest upset of the regional semifinals. Yeah. Um, there were some six-man games that went a little bit cattywampus. Uh, yeah, Erin County. Erin County. Shout out. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. But at that point, it's not even that it's shocking because reg- it's like... It's a regional final. been on the hot streak, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, like, for example, a lot of us picked Chilton. Burton beat Chilton 7 nothing. Had Coach Jason Hody on. But overall, I, I do feel like it was kind of a relatively calm weekend of Texas high school football as far as from a results perspective are concerned. I don't know that you had any real teams that we were like, oh man, that's a state championship team that didn't lose to another state championship caliber program, right. right? Carthage is an example of that. Like Carthage won, like Gilmer loses. Oh my gosh, any other year, it'd be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe Gilmer's out. Well, they lost to Carthage, right. the number one team in the state. Right? I was just going to say, well, and think too about how many times, like I did the post game show on Friday, but it was, it was basically a mini scoreboard, but it's like how scoreboard many, junior. Yeah. How many times did we say, and we'll see the rematch and we'll see a rematch and we'll see a rematch. Oh, like, we'll get to that. That's, that's kind of like, that was kind of, it all shaped out how we thought it would at that point. And it does lead to what will be a pretty hellacious regional final round. Yeah, there's darn good games. It is. Um, and so I, I do think this was kind of our last chance to take a breath. Like I said, it was, it was, that's not to say we predicted everything right. But, like, as far as things going relatively to form, I think you're, you're not going to find many rounds of the playoffs that go to form quite like you saw last week. Yeah. So, it's number one. Thought number two, Texan-flavored title games. So it's, re- it's, it's championship week in college football. Mm-hmm. And we have three FBS teams playing for a conference championship. Yeah. Of course, with TCU, TCU will be talking about there in the, in the Big 12 championship. If they win, they will 
Uh, yeah. I mean, they wouldn't screw over TCU if they win. If they lose, I'm certain they're going to kick, kick them out of the playoff. Yeah. I mean, that's the stakes. Like, if they win, but if they win, they're going to make the playoff. They, there's there's no way they're going to keep an undefeated they TCU. To. They have like, to, or else there might be riots. Yeah. Literally. Because, I mean, too, you look at their strength of their schedule, it's a good schedule. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a good, and especially because all of their best wins were on the road most of the yeah. time, too. Yeah. And then you also have UTSA and North Texas playing ah. in the Conference USA Championship game. So you've got three, both of which are attempting to win the conference and then leave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I would need to look this up. The last time we had three Texas teams in FBS conference championship games, yeah. um, it has to have been a minute because normally, you know, we could have had four if Houston hadn't done what they did. But all that is to say, all that is to say, that we will have a reason to pay close attention to championship week, which is not always the case when around here. When is the here. Big 12 championship game? Saturday. 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 I want to say they usually kick at 11. I, I haven't looked it up. But. I saw that the college game day crew is going down there for it. They should. That's pretty cool. They should. Shout out Matt Wilson. Good first, first, uh, good first, uh, first matchup between Kansas State and TCU, too. The Conference USA game is 630 on Friday. Okay. In San Antonio. Mm-hmm. So that's why they can't play the Alamodo. Yeah. And thought number three, we meet again. You mentioned it, that we were talking, we were running through the regional semifinal results. Sorry, I forgot this was one of your thoughts. (laughs) And we have, if you were wondering, we have 12 rematches in the regional finals. 12 out of their 44 games this week. 12 of them we've already seen before. Mm -hmm. Um, North Shore to Tascosita, Vandegrift and Dripping Springs, Burleson Centennial and Alito. Fort Bend Marshall and Port Natchez Groves. Wichita Falls and Decatur. Chapel Hill and Kilgore, which we saw in week 11. Mm-hmm. So this is the second time in like four weeks they're playing each other. Wimberley and Lago Vista. Whitesboro and Brock. Malakoff and, and Grandview will play for the uh, eighth time in the last five seasons. Cisco mm-hmm. and Hawley, another week 11 game. Shiner or Furio, of course. And then we have a state semifinal that's a rematch as well. Way back in week one, Westbrook and Happy played. Mm-hmm. And so you have these, and we, we saw a few of those in the regional semifinals, right? Salina and Anna was an example of that, a game we'd already seen before. Uh, and Anna, we say it's hard to beat a good team twice, but they did it. You know, they were able to, 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 to find that way. It's not impossible, most certainly. Um, and some of these, for example, um, Alito beat Burleson Centennial 64-21 the first time. It would be a pretty big upset if they were to if they were to reverse that mm-hmm. and and turn a forty three point loss into a win. But Wichita Falls Decatur was an overtime game. Mm-hmm. Wimberley and Lago Vista was a three point game. Whitesboro and Brock came down to the final play. What a Grandview and Malakoff was a four point game. A drip and Vandergriff was a three point game. Cisco and Hawley was a th- was a three point game. So yeah, this is North Shore and Tuskegee were three point games. So there are at least. A good number of those rematches that were within, you know, let's say one or two plays mm-hmm. of really changing. Um, what happens when they meet again? We'll find out. Three helmet stickers. A helmet sticker to Tyler Chapel Hill quarterback Demetrius Brisbane. They were down big to Lumberton nothing. at half. Mm-hmm. And they roared back, thanks in large part to Demetrius Brisbane, who threw for 233 yards uh, uh, and also carried the ball ni- uh, 11 times for 98 yards and two touchdowns to pace a Chapel Hill comeback. UTSA quarterback Frank Harris. This was insane. So, 
look, Frank Harris is not he and is, sh- him. <laughs> is not and should not win the Heisman Trophy. Okay, mm-hmm. I want to be very clear about what I'm saying. He he does he should not win the the Heisman Trophy. Mm-hmm. I do not know that there is a more valuable player to their team in America than Frank Harris. Than Frank Harris. And you like literally got handed that on a silver platter on Saturday of like when he was out they were down what 30 points? Yeah. They were down huge. And then he came back in the game and you looked out and the game was tied literally in the third quarter. Yep. Another 10 win season for UTSA. And a helmet sticker to let me pull it up again. A task seater running back, Tory Blaylock. Tory Blaylock had an outstanding game uh, in their uh, big win. 26 carries, 202 yards, and three touchdowns rushing on the ground as they roar into the regional final to take on district rival Glen Park North Shore. Three teams to watch. Wichita Falls. The, uh, the Coyotes spring one of the biggest upsets in the regional final. Probably the biggest upset in the regional final. Dub. Uh, they were the computer had them at, uh, had Brownwood favored by 19 points, and Wichita Falls don't care. Fantastic win for them. The defense played exceptionally well, and they are through for a rematch with Decatur in the regional final. Mary Harden Baylor go back a couple of weeks ago. We were talking about kind of that triumvirate of teams of Texas teams between Trinity, Mary Harden Baylor, and Harden Simmons. Well, the first two rounds have come and gone, and Mary Harden Baylor is the one who has emerged. They are the final team standing from the Division Three kind of battle royale uh, in college football at the Division Three level. So, uh, all get behind the defending national champion crew and Carthage. So, Carthage beats Gilmer twenty-eight-seven. Craig Way and I were on the call in this game. And let me let me say this. I'm pretty sure Gilmer is the second best team in 4A Division II. Mm-hmm. I came away really impressed with Gilmer. And I came away thinking that that team is really good. I know Rowan Flewellen didn't play. I'm not sure it made all that much. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know that uh, Caden Tennyson didn't play until very late when it was already more or less decided. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes all that much of a difference because they were a running team to begin with and Carthage was sniffing it out. Well, and having Rohan or Rowan Flewellen in the back was one exceptional for their run game. And two, there was one throw he had in particular that was like a 40 yarder down into the backside of the end zone that was spectacular. Oh, yeah. No, no. That like, touchdown pass to Tierra all, Tate yeah, was a great pass. We literally, Aaron and I were sitting in the studio, and we went, oh, my God, he's got so, an arm. So I think I really – I am right now where I sit right now, 12, 15 p.m. on Monday, November 28th. I feel like Gilmer's the second-best team in 4A Division Two. Mm-hmm. So what does that say about the team that beat him by three touchdowns? Right. Three to see. It's going to be a theme here. North Shore and Atascacita. This game's live on Bally Sports Southwest. I'm not sure if I'm supposed to say that, but it is. I already said it. It's on the air. Um, 16-13 game the first time. How much has North Shore grown? How much has Atascacita grown? A spot in the state semifinal awaits. TCU and Kansas State, another rematch. Uh, This one, of course, with everything on the line for TCU, a possible berth in the college football playoff. Um, and the first, they've already had their first undefeated regular season in quite a while. Uh, they can polish that off with a Big 12 championship if they can beat a very pesky and very dangerous Kansas State team. And Shiner and Refurio, it's Shiner Refurio week again. Never heard of that. Um, coming back, this one's in San Marcos. Uh, is this game on Texan Live? 
uh, that is still left to be said. Okay, we're figuring it out. It will be streamed somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, uh, but we will be uh, locked in on that one uh, there in San Marcos between uh, Shiner and Refurio. Should be a lot of fun. That's three to see. That's Monday morning fallout. We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Pickle, Dave Campbell's Texas Football has teamed up with Ozarka to honor some of the best Texas high school football teams across the state with the Ozarka Fueled by Nature Teams of the Week. Each team that's selected throughout the course of this program have exemplified the best in Texas high school football. This is the last one. We're done with this. It is. Your Week 14 Regional Semifinal Ozarka Fueled by Nature Teams of the Week. In 6A, Killeen Harker Heights. Fueled by 309 combined rushing yards and five touchdowns from Rashawn Sanford and Amir Washington, the Knights advance to the regional final for the first time in program history with a 63-35 win over Spring to Caney. In 5A, Abilene Wiley. The Bulldogs are back in a regional final after a thrilling 21-18 come-from-behind victory over Canateo. In 4A, Lago Vista. Only seven weeks after losing to their district rival, Geronimo Navarro, by three touchdowns, the Vikings flipped the script when it mattered most, grinding out a 27-7 win over the Panthers in the regional semifinals. In 3A, Harmony. Boston Seahorn accounted for more than 350 total yards and four touchdowns as the Eagles flew into the regional final with a 38-35 upset win over West Rusk. In 2A, Cooper. The Bulldogs' dream season continues after their 33-11 win over Joaquin, advancing to the fourth round of the playoffs for, their first, for the first time since 2013. In 1A, Lorraine. In low-scoring six-band slugfest, the Bulldogs' defense stood tall, bottling up Cherokee to win Region 4 with a 24-6 win. And the private school ranks Cypress Christian. Kyle Prazak, six-yard interception return for a touchdown with a minute 47 left in the game, pushed the Warriors to a 36-32 win over San Antonio Holy Cross in the Taps Division Three state semifinal. So those are your Week 14 Ozarka Fueled by Nature Teams of the Week. Congratulations to all the schools. We salute you. For more information, visit TexasFootball.com. Now a word from our friends at VCR Now. Born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas love doing business with fellow Texans. VCR now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR now makes sure to listen to your needs in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business, and it's our focus on building meaningful long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 365-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support, VCR Now is built to last. Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. Again, that's info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. Pickle, let's go to the hotline. 
There are only eight teams in each bracket remaining. And if you go to the 6A Division II bracket, you will see a team that has never been one of those final eight. We go down uh, to Sheldon ISD to talk with the head coach of the regional finalist, Sheldon C.E. King Panthers, joined by Coach George Young. Coach, how are you? I'm doing wonderful. How are you? I'm doing great. How are things on campus today? Uh, it's exciting. We're getting ready to, uh, for another game here. We're still practicing, so our kids are excited about the opportunity to play a really good KD football team. You guys have uh, have have made some history down there at, at King, and you did it last week with your your win over Fort Bend Hightower. Um, I, I want to talk a little bit about the way that that game went because you guys fell behind fourteen nothing there, you know, to start the game before roaring back and, and, and getting the win. Um, what what was what was that once when you guys fell behind was there any concern at all that you guys were going to have a counter punch not really our kids fight hard and we're, we're kind of it's got a good reputation we've built it's, our kids playing hard we, we just made some mistakes there early we were sloppy uh once we got going knowing and started playing our style of football then kind of took over uh you're in your first year there uh as the head coach you were promoted from the defensive coordinator uh, position in the off season. um Whenever you kind of took over the role as as the head coach, taking over for Coach Derek Vitenry, I'm interested in what your kind of message to your guys was when you addressed them as as the head coach. Uh, I was really just trying to – we were trying to move our program forward. That's the one thing. Since I came and joined Coach Fitzhenry four years ago, you know, we were preaching about was taking that next step every year and getting a little better and, and, and wanting to be a, one of the elite programs in the state of Texas. So we just – uh, you know, just kept kept wanting to keep that momentum going and keep this program growing. And uh, we're, we're blessed. Our, our community does a great job of supporting us. Our school board, our superintendent, you know, with the facilities. Are, I don't know if you've been down here, but ours are second to none. Uh, and that's that's a tribute to you know the community and and the support that we do have. So. Talking with George Young, the head coach of the Sheldon C.E. King Panthers here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation with hashtag TF Today. Uh, coach, you guys finished fourth in your own district, uh, and now here you are into the regional finals. Of course, uh, it wasn't any district. It was District 21-6A, which uh, uh, you are one of three teams still standing. Um, is it fair to say that you feel like going through District 21-6A prepared you for, for the grind of the playoffs? Oh, without a doubt. I mean, it definitely does. And I mean, we were blessed, or I guess unblessed, whichever you want to say, with our non-district schedule. It was the toughest we've ever played. Uh, you know, ended up going up to Allen and mm-hmm. played Crosby. has been a, a powerhouse, Pearland. So we, we had a, a really rough schedule. And uh, getting into the playoffs, is, you know, it definitely hardens you up a little bit and, and gets you ready to play some of these really good teams. Uh, one of the guys who's made a, been a real difference maker for you guys is your, your senior running back, Keith Willis Jr. In, in, you know, he runs for three touchdowns in, in the win over Fort Penn Hightower this past week. Uh, he has been a real workhorse, 30 touchdowns for you guys on the year. Uh, the numbers are impressive, but as the guy who gets to see him every day in practice, uh, what can you tell us about this young man that, that, that sets him apart? Uh, his work ethic, he works really hard in the weight room. He works hard on the field. He he's w- wants to learn. I mean, he's, he's just been a sponge on you know, learning how to play running back. Uh, somebody's going to get a steal. Mm-hmm. No, he's... he's got a couple offers already, but, I mean, nothing nothing major. Uh, but he, he does a great job. He's physical. I mean, not just running the ball. He blocks. I mean, he, and he cheers on his teammates. And his other guys are running the ball. He's over there cheering. He's the biggest cheerleader on the sideline. So he's, he's great to have around. He has been uh, such a star for you guys. You know the other the other side of the ball. I would say, and I know you're 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 a defensive guy first and foremost. Uh, it does seem like the defense 
has really hit another gear recently, uh, and you guys have been playing particularly well. Have, have you been able to pinpoint exactly what has been working for you guys defensively that has you guys, you know, going out there and shutting down some pretty high-powered offenses? Uh, we're starting to come around, uh, you know, up front. We're a little dinged up right now, but we're gonna we're getting healthy. Uh, on the back end, uh, you know, I was really proud of our our secondary. Uh, this is best game. This past game against Hightower. Hightower is some really good skill athletes, and we played, uh, you know, really good football game uh, against those guys and held them in check on the back end. So it's, it's it's probably the best performance out of a secondary since I've been here in the four years. So I was really proud of those guys. Uh, George Young and head coach CE King join us here on the show. And coach, the good news for you is that things the the schedule lightens up considerably um seven o'clock friday at nrg stadium you guys get the uh, all you have to do is play katie so so there's that um uh, i know you've been working on a game plan uh for, for the tigers uh what are you guys going to be up against on on friday and what's it going to take for you guys to get the win uh, we're gonna have to go in and play clean football. We can't we can't start slow and uh, and make mistakes because they're they're a really well coached football team and got a great tradition. Uh, so we just got to show up, be physical, carry you know the physicality of twenty one six a into that game with us and, uh, and and get after them and see where the chips may fall. He's George Young. He's the head coach of the CE King Panthers into the regional final for the first time in program history. Coach, we sure appreciate your time. Congratulations again on the fantastic season so far, and go get them on Friday night. Hey, we appreciate it. Thank you. There it goes. George Young, head coach, CE King. Joining us here at Texas Football today. Fourth place team into the into the regional final. Uh it's 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 a really uh, impressive story. Uh it, it I don't the funny thing for them Let me make sure I'm not talking on my rear end. Yeah, I don't I don't know if I would say that they've been I think that really they are such a product of that district. Mm-hmm. And their schedule, because you're talking about. He mentioned it. They played. Remember, if you remember, I think way back to week one. Yep. Okay. Week one, they go to Crosby, mm-hmm. and they demolish Crosby. Yeah, on on the road. Sixty three seven. Demolish, and that's when we all went. What? Yeah, and and remember, because the next week they went to Allen. Mm-hmm. And remember, Allen had struggled. That was the they had gotten their doors blown off by was it Bosco? Bosco, yeah. They had gotten their doors blown off, and that was the real like the real hipster like sexy pick was like, man, is C.E. King going to come up here and like mess, and then like kind of got, Allen kind of yeah, swat him away. They have played an incredibly difficult schedule, and so uh, they are battle tested. And so look, I'm not here to tell you. Um, I'm I'm not here to tell you that I think that uh that they're gonna I think they're underdogs to Katie. I think they have to be. I think Katie's earned that. Mm-hmm. But CE King has faced down beasts before. Mm-hmm. They are not they are not going to be intimidated by Katie. And I think that if they can go out there and throw an early punch, I think they've got a I think they got a great shot. It'll be fun Friday night at NRG Stadium in Houston. So we appreciate Coach George Young. First year doing doing work. Impressive stuff. We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Uh, TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscriber of TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. So you guys are listening to me, right? Allegedly. Can, okay. Well, I mean, you know, let's not we – we don't got to go crazy. Come on. Um, let me, let me just tell you guys a little secret. Okay. Okay. If you are looking for a gift for somebody who loves football, Mm -hmm. 
might I direct you to texasfootball.com slash subscribe and use the promo code DCTF10. Oh, yeah, Cyber Monday. It is Cyber Monday. Oh, I forgot. So use the promo code DCTF10. Don't tell anybody I told you this, but you're going to get 10% off of subscription if you go to texasfootball.com slash dctf or uh, textfall.com slash subscribe use the promo code dctf10 let's keep let's just keep this between us okay we don't gotta go crazy about this okay cool cool we all good that's cool let's be, let's, it's like let's, the jelly of the month club is the gift that keeps let's just giving. let's just be cool and and again like I, I just can't stress enough that like if you are if you're looking for if you have somebody who's difficult to buy a gift for mm-hmm. this, this is it. This is this is true. Or I'm if you have someone that doesn't like tangible things, like a lot of people don't like so knickknacks and crap that's just going to clutter their house. So I'm not. I want to be very clear that I'm not getting my my niece's subscription to Dave Campbell's Texas Football well, for her that's birthday. Where you went wrong. But I did get her subscription to Highlights Magazine. <gasps> oh my gosh! I used to have Highlights Magazine as a kid, and that was the best thing. Ever. Oh yeah, when it, that's a you, solid you, gift. You get mail and stuff like that. Oh no, that's a great uncle gift. Mm-hmm. This can be like that for the football person in your life. Mm-hmm. So. TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Again, we're just going to play cool. Use the promo code code DCTF10, and we will get this thing done, okay? Be cool. Meanwhile, Pickle, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, in partnership with the Tax Act Texas Bowl, is proud to present the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week Award to the most deserving high schooler in the state of Texas, presented by our friends at Kroger. Each week, the Dave Campbell's Texas Football staff nominates 10 deserving candidates for that week's award based on the previous week's on-field performance. We then leave it up to you to vote at TexasFootball.com. Voting closes each Friday at noon, with the winner being announced shortly thereafter. Your Week 14... Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week nominees. Let's start with Kilgore running back Isaiah Ross ran for 203 yards and four touchdowns on the ground, uh, plus had 21 yards receiving. He was unstoppable in their big win over Lindale. Wimberley quarterback Cody Stover, 14 of 17, 252 yards, six touchdowns rushing, or uh, six touchdowns received, passing, rather, then 48 yards and a touchdown rushing for Wimberley quarterback Cody Stover. Melissa quarterback Trevor Ham. Ham. Nice. 309 yards, four touchdowns passing. He was a dude. Southlake Carroll running back Owen Allen ran for 221 yards and four touchdowns. Needed every bit of it. Gets a pesky McKinney team. Another day, another dollar, another dollar, another Terry Bussey performance from Timpson. 216 yards, four touchdowns rushing. He goes 10 of 15 for 190 yards and two touchdowns passing. Wichita Falls running back Cameron Gould. 162 yards and five touchdowns rushing to pace the Coyotes' big upset win over Brownwood. Glen Rose quarterback Hudson White. 112 yards and a touchdown passing. 209 yards and three touchdowns rushing as Glen Rose is through to the regional final. Fort Bend Marshall quarterback Jordan Davis was on one, my friends. He was fantastic. 20 of 21, 325 yards and five touchdowns passing. He ran for 115 yards and two touchdowns rushing. We're going to do a segment on um, on Thursday. You don't even know about this. We're doing a segment on Thursday where we're going to revisit our predictions for, for each bracket. Oh, nice. We might be having a conversation about Jordan Davis. 
And finally, China Spring quarterback Cash McCollum threw for 182 yards and three touchdowns passing and added an interception on defense for fun. So there it is. Your Week 14 Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week nominees presented by Kroger. Vote early, vote often, vote now at texasfootball.com. We're Texas Football today. We're here every weekday at noon on texasfootball.com. Talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Pickle, I think we have one last thing to do. Yeah, and it kind of ties into the last one. Did you get what I sent you? I sure did. It's already yeah. uploaded and ready to go. Fantastic. Dave Campbell's Texas Football, the leading publication for all things football in the state of Texas, and the Tax Act Texas Bowl proudly announced the 25 semifinalists for the Mr. Texas Football High School Player of the Year presented by Kroger. This year, Kroger is teaming up with Mr. Texas Football as the award's presenting partner. Kroger is a longtime partner of the Tax Act Texas Bowl and a proud supporter of Texas high school football. Mr. Texas Football annually recognizes the most outstanding high school football player in the state of Texas. Each week, fans are given the chance to vote for the Player of the Week on TexasFootball.com. In December, 10 finalists will be announced, and fans can then cast their vote as to who should be named the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Year. The winner of the 2022 Mr. Texas Football Award presented by Kroger will be announced prior to the Tax Act Texas Bowl, which will be played at NRG Stadium on December 28th, 2022. This was tough. This, let me be clear, and I, I probably shouldn't say this because I know we're going to clip this for social and stuff like this, but like this process was not fun. No. I don't like doing this because we have to take an entire state's worth of unbelievable athletes, terrific players, and we have to eliminate all but like one-tenth of one percent of them. Mm -hmm. But we do have our 25 semifinalists for the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Year. Dripping Springs quarterback Austin Novosad, China Spring quarterback Cash McCollum, Anna quarterback Evan Bullock, Denton Geyer quarterback Jackson Arnold, Wink quarterback Cannon Gibson, Franklin running back Bryson Washington, Shiner running back Dalton Brooks, Mineola running back Dawson Pendergrass. Mount Vernon running back Mackenzie McGill. Southlake Carroll running back Owen Allen. Killeen Harker Heights running back Rashawn Sanford. El Campo running back Ruben Owens. San Antonio Davenport running back Shaston Golden. Oakwood running back Zach Nickerson. Longview running back Taylor Tatum. Montgomery Lake Creek running back Tyvon Byers. Silsby wide receiver Draylon Miller. DeSoto wide receiver Jonte Cook. Corpus Christi Miller wide receiver Lonnie Adkism. Austin Vandergriff wide receiver Miles Coleman. South Oak Cliff defensive back Malik Muhammad. Denton Geyer defensive back Peyton Owen. Austin Westlake defensive end Colton Vosek. Galena Park North Shore athlete David Amador. And Timpson athlete Terry Bussey. There they are. The 25 semifinalists for the 2022 Mr. Texas Football Player of the Year presented by Kroger in association with our friends at the Tax Act Texas Bowl. This was not fun. Um, this, That's such this was an unbelievable not, This was not fun. And, and to think and, about the guys that were left off of it is insane. Yeah. Oh, no. We, you drop one of them so, in Oklahoma, and they're the best player in the state by far. So here's know? what we did. I'll, I'll, pull, I'll pull back the curtain on how we do all these things. Basically, like I open it up to the staff, we reach out to some friends who, who we trust, whose opinion, high school football opinions we trust, and we come up with a big list, okay? And we say, okay, who who do you think is a reasonable semifinalist? Mm -hmm. 
I think we had 60, mm-hmm. 60 names that then we had to trim to 25. Mm-hmm. So there are 35 players who we were pretty sure were state semifinal or rather uh, semifinalist caliber that we had to be like, like not this year. That's incredible. Uh, the depth is is outrageous. We will announce the ten finalists for the Mister Texas Football Player of the Year coming up in December. But there you have it. The tw- the twenty five semifinalists for the twenty twenty two Mister Texas Football Player of the Year presented by Kroger. Now let's go over to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment: Final Thoughts. Um, and I guess a good clarification, just to kind of remind people about what that award means, is we're not saying that this player has like the best chance to go on and be a number one draft pick we're not saying that like they are maybe even statistically speaking sometimes the best player in the state it's it is literally the best player in the state in a high school football vision it's the best high school football player in the state who contrib like who contributed to their team the most because there's a certain time like i know we got some flack for major bowden last year and it's like you you take him off of china spring they're nowhere close to making it no. To a state champion. No. No, no, no. Yeah, that's an important clarification. This has nothing to do with recruiting. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a high school football award. Mm-hmm. This is for the most outstanding high school football player in the state of Texas. Um, you know, look, that's why, you know, we had Major Powden. We had, um, I mean, it just so happens, like, I mean, sometimes it, it comes across. Like Marvin Mims. Marvin Mims is a perfect example of a guy who was... Uh, unbelievable in high school, mm-hmm. and by the way, he's being he's un, been unbelievable at Oklahoma, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Kyler Murray was a two-time Mr. Texas Football Player of the Year. Really good in high school, mm-hmm. obviously won a Heisman, and then went on to the, the next level. Johnny Manziel, same thing, right? Johnny Manziel went on and to win a Heisman as well. So um, this is a high school football award. It is for the most outstanding high school football player in the state of Texas. It is uh, brutal to narrow these things down mm-hmm. for us, but uh, trying our best. Anyway. That's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Thanks again to CE King head coach George Young for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please meet your player of the year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today.